Are you working hard to keep yourself limited and playing small? Is that working for you? If not, would you like to be changing that now? What if the key to activating your wealth was in the willingness to embody the abundance of possibilities you are? Would you choose it? Join in the conversation now on Living Well with your host, Keisha Clark, and receive tools and facilitation to clear the points of view that keep you stuck in limitation to begin choosing your abundance and living well right now. <laughs> Happy Friday morning, January the 23rd, 2015, and welcome to Living Well on A2Zen.fm. We are so grateful you're joining us, and whether you're joining us live on the day of today <laughs> or in the future, I thank you, and I am grateful that you are playing with us for a little bit. And how fun can we have with this show today? Wow. I'm going to say a little bit of housekeeping real quick, because if you would like to join us in the chat room, that would just be delightful for me. Um, you can give us a call as well, uh, 815-880-8255 in the U.S. In Canada, you can call 613-800-8736. And in the U.K., you can dial 033-0001-0625, or you can jump on Skype and come find us here at atizen.fm. And however you're joining us, I am thrilled you are here. And so, wow, I'm going to jump right into today's show. And by the way, I'm Keisha Clark, your host. And for the next 55-ish or so minutes, possibly, if you so desire, you're Living Well Empowerment Agent. And today I have a fun sidekick <laughs> and guest. Um, her name is Maureen McNamara. And wow, where do I begin with Miss Maureen? Um, hmm. <laughs> Maureen is a uh, mischievous magic and, mm, wow, what do we call that? Um, I was going to say Maleficent. <laughs> you, you do have magical fairy powers. <laughs> and I Indeed. Have had, yes, I have had the joy of working with Maureen as well. Um, let me tell you just a little bit about her. You can also find out more about Maureen if you go to letgolivenow, all spelled together, .com. And Maureen is a former Dale Carnegie instructor and professionally trained coach with Coaches Training Institute. She is an international speaker, facilitator, and coach, and she has had the honor of facilitating hundreds of workshops and coaching many successful people to have greater ease in their lives and to generate living that is better than they could have imagined. And I uh, love this. She's a limitless living strategist and joyologist. Um, she is a fantastic phenomenal facilitator to play with, and I had the joy of um, playing with her in a, a class around joy, the elixir for limitless living. So what kind of joy do we get to, to be having, creating, and choosing today? Wow, welcome Maureen McNamara. Thank you. I love that question, Keisha. What kind of joy can we be creating today? And um what if we asked that question every morning? What would oh, be possible? I like that. I like that. <laughs> yeah. And I guess that's what we're going to talk about. Today's topic is my funny Valentine. Who's laughing? <laughs> we're going to yeah. a little early. <laughs> I know it's not February. I can hear people going, what? However, I was um, visiting with Maureen earlier this week, and you know, one of the things that I'm noticing is that people are already starting to kind of have that 
Mm, there's just some energy moving around Valentine's Day, the whole month of February, celebrating lovers and spring is coming. And of course, there's already candy and cards and things on the shelves at most of the retail locations. <laughs> So, I think those things came on the shelf as soon as the Christmas ornaments got put away. Or maybe maybe it came out right after Halloween. I, I think it could have. I did see some heart boxes really, really early, yeah. And it's like, are those for Santa Claus? Are we leaving chocolates out there with I love you notes? <laughs> right. Right. So, well, at this point, we are about three weeks out, but it, mm-hmm. it already, that energy is there. And mm-hmm. I'm so grateful. I think it's a great choice to do this three weeks out because what – what ease can we create, not just today in the next three weeks for the actual day of Valentine's Day, but yeah. around, you know, when we're clearing something specifically or addressing something, it really can translate into all the different areas of our lives. So mm-hmm. I think it's perfect timing, Keisha. Mm, thank you, my friend. Um, and I wanted to start with My Funny Valentine. You know, it is a popular song. Um, it's a really fun song to sing, and I don't know if you're familiar with it, but I'm just, this sort of like, this is like a little uh, cross-section of something we experience in the whole area of love and Valentine's Day and celebrating love. And I've sung this song many times. It's a really fun song to sing because you can kind of play with it and stylize it. But I started to really notice the lyrics. And in this song in particular, (laughs) it says, You're my funny Valentine, sweet comic Valentine. You make me smile with my heart. And this is where it gets a little interesting. It says, Your looks are laughable, unphotographable, yet you're my favorite work of art. (laughs) That is interesting. Yeah. Is your figure less than Greek? Is your mouth a little weak? You open it to speak. Are you smart? But don't change a hair for me. Not if you care for me. Stay, little Valentine's Day. Each day is Valentine's Day. <laughs> and that's kind of the crux of the song. And I was like, that's more like a functional relationship sort of intro, isn't it? Well, yeah. It's, I like the first couple lines of that. And then it's, right. it's like, I know that we all have faults, and I love you for your faults. Don't change for me, which I can appreciate. But it's also mm-hmm. judgmental. <laughs> oh, You know, I mean, I guess we could look at Valentine's Day as the day of judgment as well. Um, <laughs> or not that we want to, but I right. think in the world that is what occurs, uh-huh. is that uh, it's a day of are you in a relationship are you not in a relationship let's judge the relationship you're in let's judge you for not being in a relationship let's uh, I mean that's pretty hilarious yeah, and yeah I think you can tell Keisha all your listeners I know just even you giggling right laughing right now and you know I'm a fan of what's amusing about this and that all is pretty amusing isn't well, it? thanks for sharing those lyrics. Yeah. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> and, and it caught me because how many of us have gone down that path? You know, and there's even a popular uh, Broadway show, uh, I Love You, You're Perfect, Now Change. Um, even though in this yeah. song it's saying, don't change a hair for me. But really, what are we usually, what are folks asking in a relationship? Please change to, to make my ideal of a relationship come true because I have these judgments <laughs> that a relationship should look this way. So sure, and those expectations. Yeah. 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 It's and a you, tripping minefield. It is. It totally is. So everything that we're doing to create Valentine's Day as a minefield, <laughs> I'm ready to change that. How about you, Maureen? Let's change it. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> yes. And all the uh, expectations, all the energy, all the 
troublesome past Valentine's Day that anyone's experienced or that one time in high school or when you're 20s, in your 30s, in your 40s, whatever it was. Let's just take a deep breath. Everyone drop their shoulders away from their ears. Relax your forehead. (laughs) And all the past experiences, specifically of Valentine's Day, go ahead and release those from your entire body, every cell, your entire energy system. Okay, I can already feel like that inviting a change and there's more ease or possibility to smile. But just by releasing the past experiences... Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. So you have, I believe, a good number of clients uh, that you have played with that are women. And what is something that you do? Do you see a commonality when it comes to the whole area of love and being loved, and what that's supposed to mean? Um, what I, I know you you have a really loving way that you work that you facilitate. Um, we just got to have a little taste of that a, a few seconds ago. Um, and what do you find really surprising and amusing in your in your work around the subject of love for people? Yeah, well, it's interesting. I think love is loaded, and people often judge themselves. Am I lovable? Will I be found out? And this goes beyond relationship. And I think it's nice consider that today we're talking more about love and relationship as it relates to Valentine's Day, as it relates mm-hmm. to our entire life, etc. Mm-hmm. But this is appropriate for how we operate professionally, personally, in our health, in our finances, or, yeah. or any of that. Is We often feel like, mm, let me rephrase, I have encountered clients that have the experience of, um, am, I, am I lovable? Mm. Am I enough? And that, ugh, okay, that one was just super heavy. So, (laughs) again, everyone, take another deep breath. Drop their shoulders away from your ears. So, there's a top, isn't that funny? You felt it too, Keisha. Yeah. That energy of, am I enough? Mm. Okay, so anyone that just threw up in your mouth a little bit, you're all right. (laughs) all the people, all the awareness you have about people's concern about their enoughness. Mm. Let's go ahead and breathe and release all that from your system. Mm. Just wowza, that Mm. am I enough? Okay, that's still stingy for most of us. So Mm -hmm. any place you believed, and this is another key part where am I enough, compared to what? Precisely. Mm. It is one of the things I'm finding in working with clients is, it's my favorite quote, comparison is the thief of joy. I love that. Comparison is the thief of joy. Mm. And when we play this game of enoughness, especially in relationship, Again, how do you know what enough is unless you're using some made-up scale of comparing enoughness and that <laughs> comparison then is – does this make sense? It's like all this pretend. Isn't this – yeah, and good. Thank you for laughing because that helps clear the energy. So every place we've been trapped in this enoughness quest when mm. enoughness is based on enough 
compared to who or what or how, mm-hmm. which is that is that trap. Mm-hmm. So I get the question is, well, how do we how do we change that or how do we arrange it? Is is simply stop, knock it off, quit it, quit it. <laughs> if we find ourselves in comparison, breathe and remember Keisha and I laughing right now about like, oh, isn't that amusing? <laughs> isn't that amusing? Like we I'm doing the comparing thing right now. Okay. Stop. Now if I didn't compare what would be possible. And if my propensity to comparison was amusing, now what could I choose? Mm-hmm. Now what I could love I choose? this is where you're going. This, this, what we talk about a lot on Living Well is um, playing with the, these two questions uh, that are also kind of acronyms for the word well, the way it's spelled for this show, <clears throat> W-E-A-L, um, is we talk about the willingness to embody abundant living versus working to enforce alignment of a lie. And what I love how that ties in, uh, about how that ties in is that comparison is really based on so many of the lies we buy. And enoughness is totally not real. How can you try to be enough? How can you try to be worthy when nobody nobody asks us to be worthy to to be in the first place yeah yeah and i love in your website too you um you specifically talk about those divine moments the aha moments and you shared in one of your blogs about a a particular experience that you kind of received this divine or a download of divinity i think you referred to it as which i I it was really magical yeah, it was amazing, yeah. Keisha. Um, yeah. That was a game-changing moment yeah. for me, for sure. And, and did you have to, like, reach a point of worthiness to receive that? Oh, well, that's the thing that I did not. Enoughness, cool. <laughs> or questioning our enoughness, is the place coming from as if we're not whole, complete, right. fabulous, and amazing in this moment exactly as we are, yeah. that there's something missing, that there's a break or brokenness, and all of that is a lie. Mm. And mm. I love that you're thinking, you know, why would we align with lies? So, yeah, again, let's knock that off. <laughs> <laughs> Words of wisdom, you heard it here, folks. Cut that out. Yes, it. here it is. Knock it off. Coaching for brilliance. <laughs> knock it off, people. <laughs> Knock it off. Well, complicated. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we do make it complicated, but we don't have to anymore. Uh, let's set ourselves free, shall we? <laughs> we have about a minute, uh, just less than a minute. Why don't we jump into our break and let's come back and talk some more about funny and Valentine and love and worthiness and all that fun, really light stuff that we like to talk about. We'll be right I'm back. in. <laughs> Have you begun to ask yourself what you truly desire to create in your life? What if you being willing to embody abundant living was the key to your wealth and to creating greater in your life? And what if that could also be the invitation for more people to be willing to embody abundant living? Would that be a contribution to you and your body and to other people and their bodies? And might that also create more in the future? 
Join Keisha Clark Empowerment Agent and the host of Living Well Radio Show to discover, uncover, and crack open the wealth of possibilities you are every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? much of your life are you truly living? Are you creating your life in celebration of your strengths and capabilities? What would your life be like if you were choosing the abundance of possibilities of you now? Connect with Keisha Clark, your Living Well Empowerment Agent now for a different perspective on creating the life you truly desire to be living. Call in with your questions in the U.S. 815-880-8255. In Canada, at 613-800-8736. In the UK, at 033-0001-0625. By Skype at A2Zen.fm or by emailing Keisha at livingwellnow at gmail.com. Now, back to our show. <laughs> Welcome back. Happy Valentiners. <laughs> You're listening to Living Well on A to Zen FM, and I am having the blast of a time with my guest today, Maureen McNamara. So we're talking about, uh, wow, those really light, fluffy things like worthiness and uh, being enough. Because <laughs> 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 that's just how we roll. Yeah. <laughs> And so I, over the break, I, I asked if anybody has a funny Valentine's experience that they might want to share. Because I'm really curious, do any of us connect fun with the whole subject matter that comes up around Valentine's and love and being loved and gifting or receiving love? Um, what is your observation in the world, Miss Maureen? Well, isn't that interesting? It does. It doesn't seem to be a connect. Fun yeah. and love. Funny and love. Fun yeah. love. Funny Valentine's Day. Fun Valentine's Day. It mm-hmm. it's a spitblower, mm. is what I'm getting right. Mm-hmm. And w- I wonder what it would take to change that. If uh, love is so serious. In fact, I had I was receiving a coaching session yesterday, and the person asked me, "Well, is there a significant man in your life? A signif- are you in a significant relationship?" And the mm. word "significant" just made me be like, "Well, <laughs> I, I don't know if I'll declare significance, but here's what's the scoop." And it 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 is how we speak. Mm-hmm. Our invitation, Keisha, I know you and I are on the same page with this, is what if there could be a lightness and a celebration and a sweetness and an amusement, amusement mm-hmm. around mm-hmm. love and Valentine's. 
and things like that. And doesn't it just begin to change it? Funny and love, funny and Valentine's. If there isn't an expression or an experience or our one of our targets isn't to create joyfulness in love, what? <laughs> what what then are we creating? What are we doing here? <laughs> What's happening? Yeah. Like hi. Between behind door number one is light, fun, joyful, amusing possibilities. Behind door number two, get ready. Put on your cinder block shoes because you're about to trudge through some malarkey. You know, <laughs> but that's what we choose. And yeah, um, yeah it's funny because we make when, it fun or love instead of and. Uh, I feel like that good. was it the Toyota commercial. I like and fun and love, funny and love, and. Yeah. And the word that I also put is loving because it, it seems to change the energy of like something that love is supposed to be or the word, which is a four-letter word, interestingly enough. Um, it, it's kind of a, a fixed thing when I say love, and, and there are so many definitions and interpretations and expectations connected to that word. Isn't it curious? Yeah. Um, so when I go yeah. to loving – it's more expansive. There's a movement to that. And there seems to be more of an invitation to play with what the possibilities of that are. Um, wow. Yes. So, let's create that. So every past yeah. experience, let's go specifically, every past experience you've had for Valentine's Day, mm-hmm. whether you were single, in a relationship, mm-hmm. Any expectations, any expectations that weren't met, expectations that were blown away, all of the, let's just go ahead and um, gather all that energy. I I know people are feeling this in their bodies right now, which is good because it's moving. And make a choice, like everything before this moment that you have experienced through thought, through reality or whatever it may be, release that now from your entire system. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pod, all nine, short, boys and beyonds, destroying and creating everything before this moment that in any way will prevent you from creating what you truly desire, what you know is possible to have the love and fun, to have it be delightful. (laughs) Letting everything go from other lifetimes as well, other dimensions and realities, and so that from this moment forward, you can have that fresh slate of well, now that I've got the paintbrushes in my hand with this blank canvas, what am I choosing for relationship, for love, for connection? Mm-hmm. And really dropping the societal significance of <laughs> Valentine's Day. <laughs> the day where we might get all crazy. You know, I just personally, I have been very lucky. I've been able to have wonderful, fabulous boyfriends in my time Mm -hmm. and several years ago there's the actual valentine's day and it's you know it's interesting last year my boyfriend made a reservation wanted to make a dinner reservation and the restaurant required a credit card payment before and he was like what where in the world what other day would i make a restaurant reservation and restaurant wants to hold a credit card 
for Valentine's Day. Talk oh, about Lord. significance, right? We scrapped that plan. <laughs> yeah. um, but uh, about eight years ago, I was. He was like, "Hey, so Valentine's Day is on a Tuesday. What do you think about you know just on the weekend us and I was, and here seriously my response buying into the significance of Valentine's Day. Well, sure, we could do that. You know, nice dinner in. But we're also going to do something on Valentine's Day, right? <laughs> I right now, like in the moment, and he and he he was like, well, yeah, of course, <laughs> as if that was the plan all along. It of wasn't course. just reacting to my craziness about what has to happen on February fifteenth. <laughs> I I almost tears are coming out of my eyes upon reflection. Now that is upon reflection because in the moment yeah. I was actually oh, serious. Certainly. <laughs> Comment in the chat room too that uh, one of our chatters she said that a Valentine's Day that she was a total biatch. <laughs> she said she got caught up in the energy of the day and she reacted in a really crazy way when things didn't go as expected. So um, how interesting is that? Because I, I'm also getting a sense of like how much of us try to create our lives based on the story of like Valentine's Day, like our whole relationship is supposed to validate Valentine's Day, but it's based, again, on what we were talking about before, it's not really based on the energy of the day. It's based on, like, the marketing and the propaganda and the advertising and the whole commercialized aspect of it. Um, and yeah. and I, I, another, you know, I have great, so much more compassion these days for what we put our, our men and our partners and our lovers through on things like Valentine's Day, because it's kind of like, they don't catch a break, really, because there is so much expectation. Yeah, and, so, and that's exactly what gets us tripped up all the time, yeah. whether it's in love, personally, professionally, is what's the expectation? And damn it, if you don't, if you people don't perform to my expectation, that probably hasn't been verbalized. But you should be a mind reader and know exactly what I desire. And if you don't do what I haven't told you, that is my expectation. But you should know it anyway. With all my subjects. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, seriously, let's just pause for a moment and say, isn't that hilarious? Yeah. Aren't we amusing with? With the societal expectations, the unspoken expectations, the disappointment that can be built into it. And I, let's just take this back, at least for me, and I think some of you might relate to this. As a kiddo in elementary school, Valentine's mm-hmm. Day, if it was during the week, there'd be a Valentine, you know, bring in cupcakes mm-hmm. that celebrate Valentine's Day. And we'd buy those little tear-out Valentines, like with a Snoopy on it or whatever. <laughs> and we would send each other in our class Valentineses. <laughs> and uh, for me, that's where the comparison game began. Mm-hmm. Oh, Sandy got 37 Valentines and Billy got 11 Valentines and and it became a ranking system. Okay, who's who's feeling this in their body right now? Did it just won't won't get heavy again? (laughs) Did you have any experiences like that, Isha? Oh, yes, I did. Yes, I did. Right? And it really became this popularity game of we can gauge how liked we are in the world by Mm -hmm. did somebody give us a tiny Valentine or that little heart that says you're the best or I like you. Oh, well, I got one that said this rather than that. Mm-hmm. Oh, my. Oh, I know. 
hierarchy amongst the cards even like the words and the expressions oh. on the cards gave you tons of information yes. of course <laughs> oh totally and we read into it oh. and which card am i going to give to who uh-huh. oh my gosh so every place we just stirred that up for each of you listening right now take a deep breath and find some amusement isn't that funny that in whatever preschool first grade second grade fifth grade high school when we gave each other carnations who's walking around with the most carnations <laughs> take a breath and yeah. every place that became the basis and and that again it comes back to that how are we scoring in the world <laughs> based on how people are giving us these valentines yeah. Oof. And I'm having this funny thought for me because it's like in a you know in in America we promote monogamy in you know out in public at least. <laughs> I'm thinking about in kindergarten here we're getting all these cards and it's like what about that promotes monogamy or, or relationships? And so it's like how early does that start of all of the confusion around the subject of I like you I really like you, and then the other thing that came up for me was the proving you know, getting, collecting evidence of someone's affection or caring and kindness and how that so skews the line of, of what else is possible to, to have the fun in a relationship because it takes it to that significance. Wow. Yeah. And thank you for acknowledging that. Like we lose what else is possible when we are back into this. It ties back into what we spoke about earlier, this enoughness. And Mm -hmm. now we've got the comparison and the ranking, which Mm -hmm. is all external um, made up validation. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. let's, let's see, what is it? Um, Every place that we've ever looked outside for the validation of our own fabulous, unique greatness, go ahead and destroy and create that entire habit and pattern. That entire habit and pattern that is probably implanted from way long ago. Just releasing that from your entire system to have new possibilities now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're coming up on our next yeah. break. And the question I would like to put into the air now, into our to the ethers, as it were, is what if the Valentine's energy, the celebration <clears throat> could be around the generosity of spirit that we be. Mm. And of course, some of us might be going, what the heck is that? <laughs> so I just want to introduce that as we go into the break. Just kind of let that energy come into your world and see what that brings you. See what you start to perceive, what you start to feel in your bodies. And um we will be back in just a couple of moments. You're listening to Living Well on A2Zen.fm, and we'll see you in a few. Have you begun to ask yourself what you truly desire to create in your life? What if you being willing to embody abundant living was the key to your wealth and to creating greater in your life? And what if that could also be the invitation for more people to be willing to embody abundant living? Would that be a contribution to you and your body? and to other people and their bodies? And might that also create more in the future? Join Keisha Clark Empowerment Agent and the host of Living Well Radio Show to discover, uncover, and crack open the wealth of possibilities you are every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific 
on A2Zen.fm. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? much of your life are you truly living? Are you creating your life in celebration of your strengths and capabilities? What would your life be like if you were choosing the abundance of possibilities of you now? Connect with Keisha Clark, your Living Well Empowerment Agent now for a different perspective on creating the life you truly desire to be living. Call in with your questions in the U.S. 815-880-8255. In Canada, at 613-800-8736. In the UK, at 033-0001-0625. By Skype at A2Zen.fm or by emailing Keisha at livingwellnow at gmail.com. Now, back to our show. <laughs> Welcome to the next segment of Living Well on A2Zen.fm and my Marvelous guest today is Maureen McNamara. I, by the way, am Keisha Clark. <laughs> and we are having a really fun time talking about fun and funny in Valentine and really um, how it applies to our whole life and living for so many of us, whether we're doing that consciously or unconsciously. Um, <clears throat> and one of the things I really enjoy getting to play with you, Maureen, is you acknowledge how many lifetimes have we done this? How many eons and millennia and incarnations have we played with this or not played with this or had this point of view or carried this blah, blah, blah? And so, so for me, one of the things I'm having this morning is it's really kind of uh, a fun little aha moment of, you know, the the celebration of Valentine's. There are so many energies that go into the celebration from eons eons of our existence. Um, and the one I think that's very popular that most of us hear about is the Feast of St. Valentine. And we don't have to go into the story of it. Um, but what's interesting to me is that was in the fourth century a, in the Common Era. And how many how many centuries have we have just that held on to, to to the energy of the drama around that story. There is a bit of drama around story. For anyone who doesn't know it, we may have a show devoted to all the energies that create the what we've come to call Valentine's celebration. Um, but it's like, so how many of us are perceiving the sort of melancholy that is a part of the whole story around lovers, you know, because we've made so many stories around lovers. And, and if we mentioned in the previous segment, the difference between the word love and loving and and then just before the break what i posed was the question around generosity of spirit 
And so I'd like to kind of play with what would it be like and what are the possibilities of approaching the celebration of love from loving who we be, from generosity of spirit, as the energy of generosity we can be. And what could that add to not just our relationship with other people, but what might that contribute to our own bodies, our own lives and living? And so I, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you I'm gonna turn you loose with that, Miss Maureen. <laughs> well, that's a beautiful question, and I can just sense and perceive the energy changing for people just as you pose that question. And you and I, Keisha, both know that really when we pose questions, it's about releasing the past and creating new possibilities. And mm-hmm. for you to wonder and invite people to those questions begins to shift the energy. And there's this interesting toggle that sometimes I debate with myself on, is it cannot just create new possibilities, bam, right here, right now. (laughs) Or do I need to clear stuff out to have space for new possibilities? Mm -hmm. And I think you could play on either side of that, or even what if there isn't just two sides. Mm -hmm. With that said, when you ask the question of what is it to be loving and to be the energy of generosity of spirit, is really an invitation for something fresh and new and maybe not definable, but it's different. It's different than some of the shenanigans that we've created in the past. And that's good because (laughs) although we've been laughing about some of the hilarity that we've chosen in the last 10, 20 years, 583 years, whatever that may be, from this place forward, how can we revel and bask in our enoughness and be the energy of generosity of spirit, to be loving of ourselves and knowing that the love and connection that we can provide and share and gift to others mm. from this point forward can be totally different than it has in the past. Even yeah. if the players don't change in your life, how we play can. I love and that. that's a real sweet gift. Yeah. That's something that will, in what way would we not choose that? (laughs) And you had a, you you shared with me when we were talking earlier this week, um, someone that you knew was having an experience coming up close to a Valentine's Day that wasn't like your typical Valentine's scenario, but with some lovely points you made. So here's the mini backstory is a dear (laughs) friend of mine. I actually officiated her marriage and her and her husband have split and they're in the process of divorce. And with delays, the divorce now is scheduled to be finalized, I believe, February 13th. And it's Okay, so everyone can just feel the heaviness of that. You're picking up on that. So it's interesting. As you said that, the tears started rolling. And me, my experience, I started smiling. Now, I wanted to, (laughs) she was like, what's funny about that? And I'm like, I wouldn't say it's funny, but what a brilliant, fresh start timing. Mm -hmm. And she caught herself. She snuffled, and she was like, What? No, for me, it's been tragic and, oh, my God, on the day of love, my divorce gets final. I mean, the failure of it. And I invited her to the possibility of, whoa, 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 what if this was a finalizing of the chapter that you desire to say no thank you to and a fresh, clean slate for love that 
is what you believe is possible, that you can release what has not been working and be open and ready, shoulders back, forehead relaxed, like take a deep breath into what's possible, the freshness of that. And it was like a, look, a complete whatever, even more than 180, a 360, a 720 <laughs> turnaround for her was, and it changed for her. Mm. And that became her new possibility where it doesn't have to be the tragedy of divorce. It could be the celebration of releasing what wasn't working and the mm-hmm. invitation for something new. And it it absolutely, she, she short-circuited it, blew her mind, and, and it's completely shifted for her now. Wow. Wow. And I we look that. at, I think we look at breakups as a, as a fail mark and mm-hmm. breakups or relationships completing as a many people as a wrongness or what happened or what did I do? What if it just needed to complete and there's new possibilities now? Yeah. And that really is that perspective shift. Yeah. So Ooh. every place that we've been stuck in a perspective that was cinder block shoe like Every place we've been in a perspective that was, I'm not even having the words for it. So anyway, whatever that is, release all of that. Now, what would it take to live and thrive and create Mm. from the perspective of, ooh, what juicy possibilities lay ahead. I wonder what magic will show up now. I wonder how me, as the fabulous, loving, generosity of spirit that I truly am, can be in the world and be the irresistible invitation for me to love myself even more grandly and for Mm. me to be the invitation of others to choose that as well. And that is a beautiful segue. Uh, One of the things you mentioned in your in the, the conversation you had with your, your friend um, was about letting go of what's not working. And just recently yeah. um, there's been some wonderful conversations being had around looking at what works for me, what works for each of us, each of us asking ourselves that question. And, and if we're in a relationship with someone else, what works for this relationship? What works for my partner? What works for my friend? And this relationship, but really, the place to start for me, as I am making the shifts and transitions and having the awarenesses in my life, is okay. What works for me? And and I wonder how many of us have actually taken the the few moments or the five days or the seven months to really be with a question for ourselves. Did you have a an experience around that for you? Yeah, I'll tell you what, Keisha, thank you for saying that. And let's, can, are we allowed to? I think we're allowed to do whatever we want. But can mm-hmm. we throw out some homework to your listeners? Oh, go for it. Yeah, and just even that, that question is homework. I mean, maybe there's previous questions that we've already discussed in this conversation <laughs> that you might want to make as homework. Home play, home delight, whatever the <laughs> word is. Is You know, if I could create anything as, not if, as I know that I can create anything in these relationships with myself and others, what would that be? Mm-hmm. And then, shh, quiet down, everybody. <laughs> Allow there to be space for creation. Allow there to be space for ideas and possibilities and 
don't jump into any habit or pattern uh, autopilot answers to that, but just be really spacious with it. And I think we'll be surprised. And it is through those questions that we can be then be the irresistible invitation for new possibilities and fun, fun (laughs) in Valentine, fun in love. So every place that we are on that autopilot, knock it off, jump off that track, get into spaciousness, spaciousness with questions that are the invitations. Wow, and and how and many really of us? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Create change, and that's yeah. really when we when we invite and be the energy of that change we desire. Beautiful. Yeah, and I love that you talked about space. Um, so let's. Uh, we've got one more break. Oh, the time flies when we're having so much fun. It flies. <laughs> yes. In this break, what oh. amusement can we create for our futures that we didn't even know was possible? You are listening to Living Well on A2Zen.fm, and we will be right back, folks. (laughs) Have you begun to ask yourself what you truly desire to create in your life? What if you being willing to embody abundant living was the key to your wealth and to creating greater in your life? And what if that could also be the invitation for more people to be willing to embody abundant living? Would that be a contribution to you and your body? and to other people and their bodies? And might that also create more in the future? Join Keisha Clark Empowerment Agent and the host of Living Well Radio Show to discover, uncover, and crack open the wealth of possibilities you are every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? much of your life are you truly living? Are you creating your life in celebration of your strengths and capabilities? What would your life be like if you were choosing the abundance of possibilities of you now? Connect with Keisha Clark, your Living Well Empowerment Agent now for a different perspective on creating the life you truly desire to be living. Call in with your questions in the U.S. 815-880-8255. In Canada, at 613-800-8736. In the UK, at 033-0001-0625. By Skype at A2Zen.fm or by emailing Keisha at livingwellnow at gmail.com. Now, back to our show. (sighs) Welcome back, lovers. Oh, goodness. We have, oh, gosh, it just goes so quickly. And I I want to, before we jump back into our conversation, uh, Maureen, uh, if folks would like to have some fun with you, 
Oh, what what might they what options do they have come play with you, Miss Maureen? Limitless options. <laughs> do come play with me. Letgolivenow.com is a great place to start and there's some free gifts there. Um actually coming up, if you feel like this is this is an amazing opportunity, in just a couple months, um March, the middle of March in Mexico, I'm doing a retreat. And it's called Move and Rejuve. And it is at a fabulous location. In fact, it was just uh, got recognized as one of the top five beaches in Mexico where tourists wow. are not. <laughs> and it's an amazing week to unplug in these luxurious oceanside bungalows, like rustic luxury bungalows. And um, mm-hmm. it's a week of dancing and yoga and being in your body and, and coaching and releasing and creating. It's it's really fantastic. So, so no fun at um, all. Invite people to check that out. Yeah, it's a fabulous <laughs> gift for you to you. Yay! What what could that create in your life? You're living in your reality. Wow. Mm. Yeah. It's one of the things that I typically, if anyone can relate to this, going on vacation usually takes me about three or four days to get present to really unplug. When I walk onto this property on the beach in Mexico, it takes about eight and a half minutes. Mm. And I'm there. And it is, yeah, it's interesting. Beautiful. Wow. And that's that's awesome because the energy of that, the energy that I perceive that 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 is and, and what the possibilities of creation are in that beautiful scenario and and event um, really kind of speaks to the question um, that came up for me over the break around, I think a lot of people are asking, you know, well, if I don't have a lover, if I don't have a partner, then do I even celebrate Valentine's Day? Which, of course, purely your option. You don't have to. But I wonder, no, let me say, and, and I wonder... What we we talked just before the break, we got to the word space. And as we are exploring into the generosity of spirit we be and and offering loving kindness to ourselves, um, I wonder if we might use Valentine's Day as a possibility to play with, wow, what space can we play in, whether I'm being my own lover or with a lover, um, or both, um, what else could get created for me, for my relationship with myself and my body? And then if I'm having, if I'm choosing to play with another person in a body, what could be created in the relationship with them? Wow. Oh, Keisha, I am, ha- let's make a declaration <laughs> right now. Right now, you and me, let's join, okay. I'm linking arms with you, and let's invite people to have this, this Valentine's Day in a few weeks, right now, February 14th, to be the day of really focused on loving, kindness, generous, spacious amusement, of you, for you, to you, with you, you. Mm. Now, I know that's what I get in, in, in that invitation is people like, oh, that's kind of uh, self-centered or that's that. And I, I get, so release all that, release that voice, silence that. Whose voice is that? Knock that's that off. <laughs> <laughs> and imagine the gift that that vibration, if we choose this balance to be like, how much 
we love ourselves, how much we are grateful for all that we are in this Mm -hmm. moment, whole, complete, creative, resourceful, the Mm -hmm. love that we can bestow and honor on ourselves, Mm -hmm. won't the ripple effects of that be quite the delight for others as well? And so we in or that. out of relationship, whatever that yes. may be, you're always with you. Yes. <laughs> so yes. how much yes. fun and joy can you have with you totally. in the energy of lovingness, in that oh. energy of adoration for you? Yeah. Ooh, and that sounds really yummy. What it, when you do when you choose that and and play? Let's play with this. Maybe that's just the the the. The choice we can choose in this ten seconds. What if choose to play with that? And if we can, if we let ourselves have that, what does that enable and empower us to do and choose and be with anyone else? Whether it's a person we are in a relationship with, whether it's a group of people that we love to go party with, what does that enable and empower us to then choose and be and create out into the world? Yeah. And yeah. that is the generosity of spirit that is so present in the celebration of Valentine's Day, not the drama, not the significance, mm-hmm. not proving I love you, which is all based on expectation, which is based on pretty much not real. So and the illusion of comparison. Real? And yeah, all of the lies that we're trying to validate, we can just shift that to, wow, mm-hmm. What joy and fun and funny could I be creating that could be totally generative for me, my body, my family, my lover, my children, my home, my planet? Yes. Oh, huge smile. Let, uh, let's, that is the new invitation right there. <laughs> and you said some key words before, which is ditch the drama, ditch the comparison, Ditch the expectations. Ditch, ditch, ditch. And the question you just asked, I invite everyone, if you know the recording of this, can replay that 27 <laughs> times and be the energy of that question. Awesome. Yeah. I hate to do it, but we are going to have to be going. We have just a few seconds, and I want to say thank you, Maureen, for bringing your fun and your funny and your fabulousness to the table this morning. Thank you for being the gift you be in the world and in my life. What a joy to play with you, Keisha. Thank you so much. Happy self-love day, everybody. Yes, much happiness and much loving, and we'll talk to you next week on Living Well. Bye for now. Thank you for listening in today to Living Well with your host, Keisha Clark. You are invited to join us every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. In the meantime, what would it take for you to be choosing more of the abundance and prosperousness of you and living well with total ease?